Hello everyone and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 2 of Secrets in the Desert. I'm your host, Titi Jimenez. Today, the case we will be discussing is a tragic rape and murder of a beautiful 5-month-old baby girl named Brianna Mariah Lopez. This case is close to my heart because not only did this happen in my hometown of Las Cruces, New Mexico, but also because I'm a mother. I have three children, two daughters and one son, and I could not imagine myself hurting them to the point where they die or letting anybody else hurt them to the point of where they die. I guess you could say baby Brianna is Las Cruces or Doniana County's baby. We didn't know her, but seeing and hearing what happened to her, our whole community, really our whole state is still traumatized to this day, 17 years later. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Brianna Maria Lopez was born on Valentine's Day, February 14, 2002. She was a beautiful baby girl, a gift from God, really. She was born to Andrew Walters, 21, and Stephanie Lopez, 19. Stephanie Lopez also has a twin brother named Steven Lopez, who is also a co-defendant to this disgusting, heinous rape and murder. During Brianna's short life, she suffered horrible abuse at the hands of her own mother, father, and maternal uncle, the people who were supposed to protect her from harm, yet they were the ones who ended her short, tragic life. She would have been six years old tomorrow, but Brianna Lopez never made it to six months. Her death was one of New Mexico's worst child abuse cases, so bad that police officers cried and the DA was left speechless. Are children any safer today? Here's News 13's Kim Bias. David Brianna's story prompted big change in New Mexico law, but some say it's still not enough. We need to caution viewers, saying her story for yourself is hard, and it is very graphic. We have never shown images like this before, but investigators shared them with us in the hopes that people will realize just how bad the problem of child abuse is, and that it is everyone's responsibility to step in and stop it. This is baby Brianna. They raped her. Um, they beat her. Massive bruising on the head. Uh, and then uh, her little fingers were lacerated. Toes. She had bite marks on her face, cheek, head, arms, legs, chest, torso, everywhere. Literally bruised from head to toe. From the top of her head, all throughout her body, all the way down to her big toe. She had bleeding on the brain, 
physically her entire life. And while all the abuse was going on, another uncle and a grandmother knew, but never reported it or tried to stop it. District Attorney Susana Martinez prosecuted the case. It tests you to the point of, you're not sure you can speak. Um, you're afraid that the emotion will take you over. Martinez was able to get a conviction and a maximum sentence for all three abusers. But many argued it wasn't near enough. When Dan and Brianna was killed, a person convicted of intentional child abuse resulting in death faced a maximum of 18 years in prison. Her case helped change that. 18 years for the life of a child. You know, I thought it was absurd. It took State Senator Mary Jane Garcia three years of trying, but she changed the law to make the crime punishable by a mandatory life sentence. If the judges continue to sentence to the maximum under the new law, the law is sufficient. But if a judge doesn't sentence them to the maximum to try to give some sort of deterrent effect to the rest of the community, we've, we've lost. Both Martinez and Garcia say more needs to be done to punish people who fail to report abuse. People like Brianna's grandmother and uncle. Those two individuals knew she was being abused. She was full of bruises that were all green, brown, yellow color. Had they reported it early? Had they insisted on that child not being abused? Maybe we would have never had her death take place. They were sentenced to 30 days in jail. The maximum is one year. I think perhaps we ought to try to make it five years at least. This is baby Brianna's tragic story. On February 14, 2002, Brianna was born prematurely to Stephanie Lopez, 19, and Andrew Andy Walters, 21. Once released from the hospital, Brianna shared a one-bedroom with her mother, father, and 18-month-old brother. 
her maternal uncle, Stephen Lopez, also 19, maternal grandmother, Patricia Walters, her partner, and her paternal uncle all lived in the same mobile home that Patricia Walters owned here in Las Cruces, New Mexico. When Brianna would not sleep in her bouncy chair, she shared a futon with her parents and older brother. Sadly, little Brianna was suffering unimaginable daily abuse at the hands of her caretakers. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast but don't know how or think it'll be too expensive? With the coronavirus ravaging the world right now, I know firsthand that money is super tight. But guess what? Anchor is a free app that lets you create your very own podcast. And the best part? Anchor doesn't charge you to make your podcast. I started my podcast, Secrets in the Desert, a little over a year ago on Anchor, and it is so easy. There are creation tools that allow you to record, edit, and publish your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, and my podcast is currently streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public, just to name a few. And of course, on the Anchor app and Anchor.fm. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, so the more listeners you get, the more money you make. It's everything you need to make a great podcast all in one place. So if you want to make a great podcast very easily, download the free Anchor app in your app store or go to Anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started on your free podcast today. And yes, it's that easy. July 18, 2002 at 6 p.m., Brianna's father, Andy Walters, stopped and bought a case of beer before heading home. When he arrived, him, Brianna's mother, Stephanie, and her twin, Stephen, all started drinking. Stephanie claimed she went to bed after drinking only three beers and left Brianna in the care of Andy and Stephen. According to court documents, Andy and Stephen admitted to playing with Brianna that night after Stephanie went to bed. Police records show that Andy and Stephen threw her in the air, causing her to hit her head on the ceiling three times, in which two of the times they let her fall to the floor. Andy, Brianna's father, told investigators that she was conscious and crying. At about 12.30 a.m. on Friday, July 19, 2002, Andy claimed he fell asleep but did not know where Brianna was. At 3 a.m., he claims he awoke to find Brianna on the floor near the bed. He says he picked her up and wrapped her in a blanket and put her in her bouncer. By 7 a.m., Brianna needed a diaper change, so her mother, Stephanie Lopez, went to change her and noticed all the bruising on five-month-old Brianna. When Stephanie confronted Stephen, he claimed that he he and Andy played a little too rough with her the previous night. He also admitted that when he changed her diaper before going to bed, he wrapped a, a wipey around his finger and inserted it into Brianna's anus up to his second knuckle. Stephen also claimed when he pulled his finger out and there was a little bit of blood on the wipe. The complaint also stated stated that Brianna's father, Andy Walters, admitted to biting his baby girl several times, but he also claimed that Brianna's mother, Stephanie, also bit, pinched, 
and threw Brianna out of frustration. Her uncle Stephen also claimed he threw Brianna into the air and did not catch her on purpose. He, say, he said he had drinking about 10 beers the night before and started having sex with five-month-old Brianna, but claimed he stopped when he realized what he was doing was wrong. Stephen went on to admit that he and Brianna's father, Andy, had penetrated her on several different occasions. The police found traces of baby Brianna's blood in the underwear of both men. By 10 a.m. on July 19, 2002, Stephanie went and checked on Brianna again, but noticed that she wasn't breathing, so she called 911. At 11.10 a.m., five-month-old Brianna Maria Lopez dies at Memorial Medical Center in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Sheriff records show there was no previous child abuse cases against Stephanie, Andy, or Stephen. They did show, however, there were a few domestic violence calls, but none involving children. The other two children in the home were taken from the home and put into protective custody. There were no visible injuries on either of the other two children aged 8 and 18 months old at this time. Brianna's cause of death was cranial cerebral injuries due to the fact that she was a battered baby. The autopsy revealed a long list of injuries that appeared to have been inflicted over an extended period of time upon the little girl who was born on the day of love, Valentine's Day in 2002. Brianna had bruising all over her head and ears and human bite marks on her face, neck, and body. A blunt force injury to her little head happened at least a few days before her death, which resulted in a large subdural hematoma on her brain. X-rays revealed that Brianna's head was fractured in two places on two different bones and that the fractures were five to seven days old. Old blood was also found during brain tissue examination, which meant that she had received a separate brain injury in the past. Brianna's optical nerves were filled with both fresh and old blood, which meant she had also been violently shaken on at least two separate occasions before her death. X-rays of Brianna's torso revealed two broken ribs that were broken several weeks before her death. She also had recent bucket handle fractures of her thighs and one of her arms. These types of fractures result from the limbs being forcefully twisted or yanked, causing the growth plate to be separated from the bone, thus resembling the profile of a bucket handle being lifted from its horizontal position. In addition to those horrible injuries, Brianna's anus and vagina were also both injured. She had a significant abrasion on her buttocks, which went all the way into the anus, which is indicative of sexual assault. Immediately after baby Brianna was pronounced dead at the hospital, a nurse observed that her anus gaped open with no muscle tone. At autopsy, the anus opening was dilated a full inch. Internal examination showed an injury a half inch to an inch inside the anal opening and vaginal injuries inside the labia bonora, including three small injuries to the hymen. 
Little Brianna Lopez was buried in a cemetery in Las Cruces, New Mexico, and since no one laid claim to her body after being brutally raped and murdered, the community of Doniana County and Las Cruces, New Mexico, therefore becoming Las Cruces' Las Cruces's baby, came forward to claim her little body and honored her with the funeral she deserves while Doniana County donated the funds for her burial site. Brianna's remaining small family held a small, private, quick ceremony in a private cemetery, excluding family members from her father's side of the family. After her private burial, no headstone was placed at her grave, only a marker, and the mound of dirt that was laid on top of her was raked flat. The family wanted Brianna's death to be quiet, even though she was our baby by then. So they ordered and built a metal cage around her grave that is under lock and key, which it has remained this way ever since. After Brianna passed away, lead detective Ed Miranda detailed the multiple injuries found on baby Brianna's body. He said she had at least 11 human bite marks in, in varied stages of healing, multiple bruises, fractures to two right ribs, three skull fractures in various stages of healing, swelling on the brain, and signs of shaken baby syndrome. Brianna also had fractures to both her legs, an injury experts say is commonly caused by picking up the precious five-month-old baby girl with a quick jerking motion by the legs. Investigators also took dental impressions of each suspect to determine who actually bit her small body over and over and over again. Detective Miranda claims Brianna's case is one of the worst child abuse cases he had seen in his whole law enforcement career. The investigation and what it revealed had been emotionally devastating for everyone who worked the case. Counselors were even called in to help all involved deal with the aftermath. I will be posting the official timeline of the last day of baby Brianna's life on the podcast Facebook page for anyone who wants a breakdown of the events leading up to Brianna's murder. You can find it on the Secrets in the Desert podcast Facebook page. I will also post pictures and links pertaining to Brianna's tragic story on there as well. The photos and videos are extremely extremely graphic, so viewer discretion is advised. On September 13, 2003, all three defendants were found guilty on all charges pertaining to their involvement in Brianna's death. Stephanie Lopez, Brianna's mother, was charged with and found guilty of child abuse resulting in death and child abuse for biting Brianna multiple times. She was found not guilty of intentional child abuse for allowing the physical and sexual abuse of Brianna, since prosecutors could not prove she was awake during the torture, rape, and murder of little Brianna. She was sentenced to 27 years in prison but was paroled in September 2016 to serve two years of supervised parole in Plainview, Texas. The mother of baby Brianna, Stephanie Lopez, was released from prison today after serving 13 years of her 27-year sentence. 
Brianna, who was just five and a half months old when she was raped and murdered in 2002, became the catalyst for change in New Mexico child abuse laws. Her mother, who was convicted of negligent child abuse resulting in death for doing nothing to stop the abuse and for child abuse for biting her child, was allowed to earn good time and only served 50% of her sentence because her crimes were not considered serious violent offenses at the time. Today, Lopez walked out of the women's prison in Grants. A correction spokesperson says she will be moving out of state where she will serve two years supervised parole. Governor Susana Martinez, who prosecuted the case as district attorney back in 2003, reacted today to Lopez's release. Someone she should rely on the most wasn't there for her and was killed by other men who, who tortured her and raped her. Brianna's uncle Stephen Lopez received a 56-year sentence for child abuse resulting in death, conspiracy, and criminal sexual penetration. Her father, Andy Walters, was sentenced to 63 years in prison for child abuse resulting in death, two counts of child abuse, conspiracy, and criminal sexual penetration. He will be up for parole for the first time in October 2025. Brianna's paternal grandmother, Patricia Walters, who was in the home and knew Brianna was being abused, yet did nothing to stop it, and her paternal uncle, Robert Walters were charged and convicted of failure to report child abuse and both received 60 days in jail. Because of the disgusting rape and murder of baby Brianna, children's advocates pushed for new harsher laws and harsher sentences for child abuse resulting in death. Baby Brianna's law, which was first enacted in 2005 requires a mandatory life sentence for intentional acts of child abuse and neglect that result in the death of a child under the age of 12. Now other states are trying to pass similar laws to protect the children from around the country. They also plan on expanding baby Brianna's law to any child under the age of 18. As you can tell, I've been fighting back tears this whole episode because this hits so close to my heart. I could never imagine hurting my, my children myself or letting anyone else hurt them either. It's disgusting and I'm still in shock that Brianna's mother, Stephanie Lopez, was released from prison 
after only serving 13 years of her 27-year sentence for good behavior. It's scary to think that our community will eventually go through this again when Brianna's father, Andy, and Uncle Stephen are eventually paroled. I guess you could say Brianna's paternal Uncle Robert Walters, who did nothing to protect his beautiful niece, got his karma because on May 13, 2009, he was killed in a horrible car accident. On March 13, 2009, Brianna's father, Andy, was moved out of the New Mexico prison system to Oregon's Coffee Creek Correctional Facility for his own protection to serve out the remainder of his sentence. Steven Lopez was also moved for his protection. Part of, part of me wishes they were left where they were and put in gen, gen pop for their karma, but in the end, both Andy Walters and Steven Lopez are still serving out their sentences in separate prisons in separate states. Thank you so much for tuning into episode two of Secrets in the Desert. Join me next week as we discuss another horrible rape and murder of a child out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm your host, Titi Jimenez, signing off. Until next time, my friends. Mm-hmm.